What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I am your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. No Dino tonight, but Ray, we got a mock draft. Let's go, mock draft 2.0, baby. No Let's Dean, go. too. It's fucking Christmas. Um, <laughs> when, when was our? Do you remember when our first one was? I don't. It was before the season ended, right? Or am I bugging? Before the season, it was before the season ended. Word. I think this one's gonna get a nice clear, a relatively clearer, clearer picture. Uh, it's tough with three people picking all the way down. Some guys may slip through the cracks, but I like it. It's different. Give us give different uh, feel for the first round. Right. Let's get right into it. The order we went was Ray, Dean, and then myself. So Ray, you are on the clock first overall with the Chicago Bears and. No trades in this mock, too. Yeah, no trades. I think we all know we're all pretty much expecting that this is going to get moved to, down to either two or four. I think one of those top two defensive guys is someone that Chicago is going to want to target. Uh, Jalen Carter is the top player on my board, so I went with Jalen Carter here. I think he's going to be a dominant three tech. And um, in a Matt Eberflus defense, I think that's a really important position. And he could be a, someone that they build their defense around for years to come. So I think it's going to be a, a slam dunk pick. And he could be a top five defensive tackle in short order. Right. If they're able to move back to four, let's just say with the Colts and still land Jalen Carter, absolute home run for the Chicago bears. Dean's on the clock with Houston at number two. He took CJ Stroud. And we were talking about this before the, before the episode that we feel like this is probably a Bryce young spot, but Dean takes CJ Stroud. What'd you make of the pick? Yeah, I think that this is Bryce Young prob- more than likely. I think that the Alabama connections with obviously D'Amico Ryans and then also that front office that came from the Patriots, I think they love their Alabama guys. So I think this ev- inevitably will be uh, Bryce Young. But, hey, gives us a different look, and we'll see how the ball fall- the board falls because of it. Right. Hey, everybody's board's going to be different. All three of these guys have a shot to go number one. Yeah, I mean, CJ Stroud's my top quarterback, too, so I can't hate on it as much. I just don't know. I, I'd be really surprised if it fell this way, but it's a good little exercise, so let's see how, see how it turns out. Right. So I'm on the clock here at three with Arizona. I got them taking Will Anderson. This team was bottom 10 in sacks. J.J. Watt retired. Zach Allen's free agent. That's 50% of their sack production. But this is an elite player, and they have to feel good about getting some juice off the edge. I know that. They drafted Majay Sanders last year, and they got a couple guys who are sort of on the lighter side. But Will Anderson's a damn good football player. It doesn't really matter. You got to bring him in, and he's going to go get you sacks. Yeah, he's got all the upside in the world. I think that that's someone good that Arizona could build their D around. Right. So you're back up here with Indy at four. Who you got here? Yeah, so yesterday on yesterday's uh, Rebuilding the Colts episode, we went with uh, Will Levis. I wanted to change up a little bit. I'm going Bryce Young here. Uh, top quarterback on a lot of people's board. He's my number two. The size concerns are obviously going to be the talk of the pre-draft process with them. I don't know how comfortable Indy would be taking someone his size. Uh, we'll see how he, what his official measurements are at the combine. But I do know, I th- I'm pretty sure I heard that him and uh, Shane Steichen have the same agency. So he should have an inside scoop on what kind of player and person Bryce Young is. And uh, what he did in college can't be denied. He's going to be a game manager, a stri- uh, distribute over the ball, and someone that you could be really well see the face of the fran- being the face of the franchise. Right. We mentioned on that rebuild the indie pod that he doesn't feel like a Colt, but man, if it was to work out and they did, they did end up taking Bryce Young. 
feel like he could be really special in this offense. I could see him in the, that Philly, like that's just based on the Philly offense this past year. I could see him running that to uh, perfection. I feel like it, a lot of his traits with touch and just uh, being the ability to read the field all over uh, will translate into that offense. But with the with Chris Ballard at the helm, it just doesn't really seem like his sort of guy. But maybe he'll surprise us. Right. So Dean's back on the clock here. I picked five with the Seattle Seahawks. He's got them taking Tyree Wilson, all of our edge number two. I really like this pick. I think Pete Carroll's really stressed this offseason how bad their front seven was and how much better they need to get. So I like getting him. You have Boye Mafe from last year, so they got some good young pieces uh, to build around. Yeah, I think this gives them like a power, a true power edge. can kick inside if he needs to. Uh, Boye Mafe's got a good combination of power, speed, and athleticism. And then you got Uchenna Uwoso, who's under contract for another year. He's more of the finesse speed guy. So I think it gives them a nice variety at the edge position. Right. I'm up here. I got Detroit with the Rams pick. I got them taking corner Devon Witherspoon, first corner off the board. He's not my number one corner, even though we haven't done the corner rankings. Spoiler alert. But from what we've seen around the league, it seems like he's, going to be the first one pick i do think christian gonzalez has a, a shot to be the first one pick especially because i think he's going to blow up the combine but devon witherspoon really good player arguably the best man cover corner in this draft and i know we've seen the stat that he's only allowed one yard uh in man coverage this year which is just absolutely ridiculous it's what the lions want to do it's what defensive coordinator aaron glenn wants to play and this is the perfect guy for them to bring in the opposite jeff kuda yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are really hyping up Devon Witherspoon. This pre-draft process, he's been rising up at a lot of people's boards from someone who was probably in the second round rage when the season was about to be over, and now a lot of people have him in the top 10. I still think that Christian Gonzalez probably ends up going first. I think that size, uh, speed, and just fluidity combination just is going to be too intriguing for teams. I think he can play man end zone, so he's a little bit more scheme versatile than someone like Devon Witherspoon, who is – not undersized. I mean, he's just not, he's like 5'10, 5'11. He's going to be 180, 185 pounds. So I think someone who's like 6'2, 205, 210, like Christian Gonzalez, is just the new wave in the NFL. I think it's a copycat league. And I think people are going to be uh, too intrigued by him. I think he ends up going number one as a cornerback. Right. I feel like this fit to Detroit, though, screams Devon yeah, Witherspoon. Yeah. I mean, he's going to mesh with Dan Campbell. He's a hard nosed, gritty ass guy. 100%. Dan Campbell, I love that shit. 100%. All right, so you're back on the clock here. You got Las Vegas at seven. Who you got them taking here? Yeah, I'm just going to go with uh, Will Levis, another quarterback. Uh, I think in the coming weeks or maybe month or so, this could just be obsolete if they end up bringing in a veteran like Aaron Rodgers like they want to. But I really do like Will Levis's fit here. I think him and Josh Jacobs uh, would be a nice tandem in that backfield. He's got all the tools, giant arm, and if he can uh, just – Honing on the accuracy, stop making less deci- uh, making worse that worst decisions. Uh, he can be a star in Vegas. Yeah, pretty easy to throw to Devonte Adams, so that would be a nice uh, a nice little pairing there. One Dean's thing, on- one, oh, before we Go one ahead. thing I did one thing I heard someone say on like another podcast maybe. Uh, I'm curious if Josh McDaniels would be a little gun shy trying to take a quarterback in round one uh, after that Tim Tebow experiment slash disaster. You think maybe, I, like, you think he's got a little bit of crisis in confidence a little bit where he doesn't trust um, his eyes? I think they definitely desperately want to bring in 
a veteran slash Aaron Rodgers, basically. I think I think they're gonna pay a lot, honestly. It's making me a little bit wary about the Jets getting him. Fuck. Okay. I know. Proceed. I feel that same way. I think they are being a little cautious, maybe taking a quarterback in the first round. We'll see. Dean's on the clock here. Pick eight with Atlanta. He's got them taking Miles Murphy. They need somebody on this defensive line. I don't hate this pick. I feel like they could have maybe went a couple different places, but this one makes sense to me. Yeah, I think that they need some edge help. Miles um, Murphy's got the size. He's got the athleticism. I think some strength. He put If he puts on some strength and adds a little bit more moves to that pass-first repertoire, he could be a star. Right. I'm on the clock here at pick nine with Carolina. This is a pick that I feel like I've had a, a bunch of times. We did it in the mock when we rebuilt Carolina. Anthony Richardson at nine. For them to not have to move, they can get their quarterback of the future, let him sit. I think this is a great spot for him. They can go into next year with Sam Darnold or a veteran. Let him sit. Let him learn. Frank Wright has had a tremendous track record with quarterbacks. So I really love Anthony Richardson. We've talked about the fit, sort of Cam-ish. Um, to bring that type of skill set home in Carolina, I think it would be really nice for them. Yeah, the fans would be buzzing. And this is a team that's proven they can run the fucking football. Um, and he's going to get – he'll get red zone work immediately, short yardage work immediately. And long-term, that's just going to be another dynamic athlete in that backfield. Right. I lo- They have a good little young core, too. Their offensive line is pretty young, pretty decent. They got some – they got DJ Moore. I don't uh, – I don't hate that landing spot for Carolina. All right. You're back on the clock here. Pick 10. Absolutely crazy. Philadelphia Eagles are have a top 10 pick, but this is just riches. Yeah, I think this is going to be either a defensive, uh, a defensive lineman, but the way this board fell, uh, I just think it'd be a little bit of a reach here. So I'm going with my cornerback one, Christian Gonzalez. Uh, Bradbury is going to be a free agent. I don't know if he's going to return. Uh, they have some safeties who are free agents as well. So just add an elite talent into this secondary. Uh, their DC is gone too. So maybe a scheme change could be in a, a relative scheme change in identity can be in, in a effect, but Christian Gonzalez can do it all. He can play man. He can play zone. He's a silky smooth athlete. I think he's going to be a really, really good corner at the next level. Right. I love this pick. I was either him or, or Brian branch made all the sense in the world to me here at 10. Maybe it's too high for Brian branch, but that's a damn good football player. I feel like he could be used a lot in their in their defense. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that either. It's a good call. I like that. All right, so we'll recap the top 10 quickly. We had Houston. Sorry, we had Chicago. First overall, taking Jalen Carter. Houston at number two, getting their quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Arizona at three, took Will Anderson. Indianapolis at four, took Bryce Young. Five is Seattle. They took Tyree Wilson. Six is Detroit. They took Devon Witherspoon. Seven was Vegas. They took their quarterback, Will Levis. Eight was Atlanta with Miles Murphy. Nine, Carolina. They took Anthony Richardson. And then 10, we just mentioned Philadelphia taking Christian Gonzalez. Dean's on the clock here at pick 11 with the Tennessee Titans. He's got them taking Paris Johnson. I love this pick. This team needs offensive line help desperately. Yeah, I think they need line help. Um, I'm curious to see how they would prioritize Skaronsky and Paris Johnson. I feel like Skaronsky is just a variable guy who I think I could really see him being a Titan, but can't go wrong with either of these two. Top two tackles right. in the class, easy. 
Right. You just mentioned Skaronsky. I'm on the clock here at pick 12 with Houston. I got them taking Peter Skaronsky. I think wide receiver is an absolute massive need for this team, but I just didn't feel comfortable taking any one of them at this spot. If you take Peter Skaronsky, you all of a sudden have a really strong and young offensive line. You took your quarterback in this trade. You took C.J. Stroud, so you have guys to protect him now. Skaronsky and Titus Howard, who played right tackle for them last year, can battle for that right tackle spot, and you can kick either one of them into playing guard. Just a great fit for a young quarterback. You can even slide Skaronsky into center. He was a center coming out of high school. Right. I mean, he's got he can play up and down that offensive line. Uh, tons of contracts up, I want to say, after this year. Maybe he's got another one um, after that, but he may be on the move. I know he's been disgruntled in Houston. So, worst case, you kick him inside for a year or two and then put him at left tackle if you're uh, comfortable with that length. Right. You're back on the clock here. Pick 13, New York Jets. A lot of pressure, right? Yeah, it was tons of pressure. I, I actually had to sleep on this pick because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Uh, in an ideal world, Paris Johnson or Skaronsky would be the pick here. Um, I was debating about going Brian Bercy, but I think the injury uh, history and kind of the inconsistencies this year, a little uncomfortable. And the, that D line is already a strength. But So I ended up going with Roderick Jones. I need a tackle. Uh, five-star recruit. He's an absolute mauler in the run game. Uh, I think he's there's going to be some growing pains in pass protection, but uh, Joe Douglas loves his fucking maulers. So I think it, it makes a lot of sense. Right. Dean's on the clock here. Pick 14 with the New England Patriots. He's got them taking wide receiver Jordan Addison. First wide receiver off the board. This team needs weapons in any shape or form. Jordan Addison's my wide receiver one. What did you think about the pick and the fit? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that Patriots need some dynamic weapons in particular. He can play inside out. Um, I, I don't know if it doesn't feel like a Patriot pick to me, though, but I don't hate it. I don't hate the fit. Yeah, they've been a little gun-shy taking wide receivers in the first round since Nikhil Harry. That pick was brutal. Highest-graded wide receiver blocker, though, <laughs> like two years ago. <laughs> That's an nice uh, accomplishment. Yeah, it's good stuff, <laughs> it's good stuff Nikhil. Um, I'm on the clock here, pick 15 with the Green Bay Packers. I got them taking Quentin Johnson. I thought about Michael Mayer here, but this makes their wide receiver room really, really interesting. You got Quinn Johnson at 6'4". You got Christian Watson, who's also 6'4", 6'5". Both of them can fly. And then you have Romeo Dobbs as your number three. For an inexperienced Jordan Love, who's going to be taking over the reins, I think this core can grow together. And I think this is a really good spot for Quinn Johnson. I think this would be one of the more disrespectful things in the world if when they get rid of so the disrespect- Rogers, they start taking <laughs> wide receivers in the first. Um, I don't. I don't see it happening, to be honest with you. I just think that it's in their DNA. They don't do it. Uh, I think they're already young at wide receiver. I think they'd be better off trying to add a veteran or uh, maybe a tight end at this spot. Yeah. I thought matter here, but I just thought it was a little more dynamic. That'd be so awesome. Him and Christian Watson. Yeah, yeah, and you got two gazelles on the outside. It's definitely an issue. All right, so you're on the clock here. Pick 16. The Washington Commanders, who you got? I went with Joey Porter Jr. I think they need some an influx of talent on that back end of that defense. He was my top cornerback left. He's big, physical. He can play press man. He can play zone, too. He's a good tackler. I feel like um, he fit really well in the scheme. Right. I don't hate that. Dean's on the clock here. 
pick 17, Pittsburgh Steelers. He's got them taking Brian Bercy. Not really sure what his thought process was here. I don't hate this pick, just adding to a strength. I think he'd be, I mean, obviously you're always better by playing next to really good players. So I think that will boost him, and I think he does have traits. I feel like they could have been better served maybe taking a corner here. What did you think? Yeah, I think there needs other places. I don't hate it, too. Like you said, I mean, Offensive I just think long. that I feel like Brian Bercy is better in like a, an attacking 4-3 type of defense. I don't know if how he'd fare in this Pittsburgh D, but uh, he's freak athlete. He's got a ton of upside, um, so I can't really hate on it too much. I think uh, he's kind of like the succession process for uh, Hayward, too, where it would make sense in that regard. Right. I'm on the clock here at pick 18 with the Detroit Lions. I got both Lions pick, so that was kind of fun for me to uh, try and build this defense up. I got them taking Kalaja Kansi here. I kind of love this pick. This really solidifies their D-line. Putting him next to Aline Mitchell, they're comp- pretty different players. He's going to get after the quarterback, Kalaja Kansi, and next to Aiden Hutchinson and James Houston, this is a really solid really young D-line, and you also took Devon Witherspoon with pick six. So I like this adding to their defense. Yeah, no, I like that. A nice Another uh, young, talented guy into that defensive line. One thing that would have been interesting for me, imagine Brian Branch here too. They just double up on the secondary. I uh, thought about that so much, but I feel like they took a – I mean, granted, it was like a fourth-round pick. They took Kirby Joseph last year, and he played well for them. So I don't know if they want to bring him in. I know Branch is – you can just play him at nickel. I don't know if you want to bring in two cornerbacks in the first round. but You're pretty wild. I I thought about it. You just sure up that secondary automat- like right away. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. You're back on the clock here. Pick 19. You got the Tampa Bay Bucks. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to Osiris Torrance. Keep the kid in the state of Florida. Uh, Tampa Bay, it's going to be a rebuild for them. It's going to be a few-year rebuild. Now that Tom Brady's gone, so I think they just got to sure up the, those trenches. I think Osiris Torrance is going to be a guard that is going to be a really good start in this league for five to ten years. I love this pick. I love this pick. They need offensive line help desperately. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say uh, no, something. No, yeah. No, just, yeah, I think they just need to toughen up on the line. They lost some pieces. Guys got hurt. Uh, they're an older team, too, so it's just going to be – it's going to be a long time for them. I think that even a trade out here would make a lot of sense. Just add more fucking assets. Mm. Dean's on the clock here. Pick 20 for Seattle. He's got them taking Drew Sanders. And his reasoning was next Legion of Boom. How'd you feel about this one? Yeah, I mean, I I was a little concerned with him. I didn't know if he thought that Drew Sanders was a cornerback or if he didn't know <laughs> that the Legion of Boom was the secondary. I was all confused, but... I think his reasoning is that he wants them to just be the next great Seattle defense. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what to say. I, I, fits a, I mean, I, I'm a Drew Sanders guy. How do, you, know, how do you think the fit is? I don't no, know how great the fit is. but Yeah, I don't know how great the fit is either. I think that they kind of need someone in the middle who's like a, more of a true linebacker. I would have liked um, the Clemson kid whose name is Trent Simpson. Trent Simpson a little bit more here. Uh, someone who's more of a cover guy, but uh, – I mean, you get you get someone who can rush the passer too, to join that uh, young defensive front. He's you know be really versatile. But I don't know what else am I gonna say? Yeah, I don't know. They took Tyree Wilson. He took Tyree Wilson also. He also had both Seattle. Oh, he had, picks. He had, he had both Seattle picks. And he took both. Yeah, 
classic DM. Classic. All right. Uh, I'm on the clock here. Pick 22. Miami was 21, but they're forfeited. I got the LA charges here. I got them taking Zay Flowers. And this was actually the prospect fit I mentioned when we went over our wide receiver rankings. I love this spot. Thought offensive line, possibly. I thought Darnell Wright, maybe. But uh, Jamari Salyer was pretty solid when he, he stepped in last year. This team needs some explosiveness big time. Keenan Allen has really lost his step. And he wasn't healthy at all last year. Mike Williams, that guy can never stay healthy. They need some explosive plays. Give Herbert another option that can actually go get yards after after the catch. Yeah, I like that. I think it just you're you're adding to his strength. You got to you got to plan after Keenan Allen decides to hang it up. And I think it's someone that he can learn from and just develop his route tree in full and become that next like solid number one receiver for the Chargers. Right. You're back up. You got the Baltimore Ravens here at 23. Who do you like here? Yeah, I went a little odd here. Um, I, I know. Jaylen, I was I went, shocked. Yeah, I went Jalen Hyatt. Um, I think that this is just, this is more of like a, a big-picture scheme play for the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's someone who's going to stretch the field, take some pressure off the run game, and I think it just opens up everything else for the offense. I think it's more of like a big-picture uh, play here. I think that he's gonna his downfield ability is something that they've kind of been – lacking within i think they've kind of been trying to plug it with some various uh veterans but i think his big play ability will really help this open this offense as a whole and i think uh in the future lamar's gonna have to learn to play from the pocket a little bit more and just rely on his weapons to do more of the work and i think this will really help that i mean what's the deal with him though i mean i don't think he's yeah i mean i don't think he's gonna get moved anymore i was pretty uh certain he was but I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it now. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, let's just say he does get moved. Is there a plan just to, like, roll with Tyler Huntley because he fits the scheme that they've been building with Lamar? I mean, maybe if they trade And you him, just keep your process that way? I don't know. Maybe if they trade him to Atlanta, they get what's-his-name back? Uh, Ritter. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much. But, I mean, Ritter's athletic and everything, big. Uh, maybe that's an idea, but I don't know. They they like those uh system guys. They like Huntley, who they can just they know the offense and they've been there. So I think I wouldn't be surprised. And maybe you bring in another uh like veteran guy too. Interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be really really interesting for Baltimore. What happens with Lamar Jackson? I feel like that's the one quarterback caveat that everybody's kind of waiting for with Rogers and Carr and all those guys. Like what happens with him? I feel like something won't happen until draft though. Yeah. Around draft time, I would assume. Right. All right. Dean's on the clock here. Pick 24. He's got the Minnesota Vikings. He's got them taking Nolan Smith. He said, the more I think about it, the more I love it in Brian Flores' odd defensive front. Um, have faith he'll maximize Nolan Smith's physicality and versatility. What do you think about this pick? Um, uh, I'm not the biggest fan. I think there's a lot better uh, edge players uh, available at this time, and I think Nolan Smith's a little undersized. I don't really know where, how he fits at the next level. If I'm being completely honest, I think Dean is right in that multiple uh, that multiple defense may be the best case for him, where they can use his athleticism as a stand up and then off the edge and passing downs. But I think this is a, a more of a projection pick, and I think there could have been some other better players you could have taken here. Yeah, I think this team definitely needs corner. Um, 
not sure who you would have went with, but yeah, I'm not sure. It was a tough all right, spot. I'm on the tough yeah, it, they're a weird team. It's yeah. weird with all the quarter with all the corners gone, but there's so many that like I don't know. I'm on the clock here. Pick 25 for Jacksonville. There were a lot of places I I thought about here, but I went with Michael Mayer. I think you really saw what Evan Ingram did for this offense. He really opened it up. He's a free agent, cheaper, possibly better option, more reliable blocker by far, really reliable hands, which I love. I think this is a great piece in a growing offense. Yeah, I mean, I I like the fit. I I honestly don't even think – I think if they re-sign Ingram, it it doesn't preclude them from going this route either. I think they can operate with two tight ends. We talked about it in the last episode. I think Ingram's more of a move – a move piece like big slot anyway. So I think that they could fit it even with Ingram returning. That'd be really interesting. I like that. You're on the clock here. New York giants. Who you got? Yeah. There are a lot of places you can go here. I know wide receiver. A lot of people would say, just take the best wide receiver and don't look back. Uh, the, the way this board fell, I didn't really feel too comfortable just with the way the, the receivers that are already in that building, just what they need. Uh, I decided to go Brian branch. Um, like versatile secondary piece. You can call him safety. You can call him nickel. You can play anywhere. Um, Wink Martindale's defense. They played a lot of seven defensive backs on the field at one time, and you got someone who can do it all. You can play wherever he wants. He can play man. He can play zone. You can play in the, in the box. Play deep safety. I think it's just a nice versatile piece for a defense that thrives on its versatility. Right, and you need some sure tacklers, and Brian Branch has that in spades. Um, Dean's on the clock here. He's got Dallas. He's got them taking Cody Mock. Said he needs to bring this offensive line to its former glory, and getting a handsome, toothless Mock points you in that direction. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I love that he filled out descriptions for like half the guys, but those are his descriptions. <laughs> yeah, his descriptions are just like it's literally just stream of consciousness. He's this is what he's <laughs> actually thinking. It's wild. Um, I think I need to start keeping a journal or something. Um, this might be too early for Cody Mock, but we're Cody Mock pod, so I can't hate on this at all. This team needs offensive line help. I may have went Darnell Wright, um, maybe even John Michael Schmitz if I'm going to take somebody on the interior, but I love Cody Mock, so we'll let this one go. Yeah, I love Mock too. I think he's he's just a great a road grader in the run game. Um, and I I mean yeah, he's got those short short arms and he played predominantly inside the Senior Bowl. So I actually moved him into my interior off the line section just because of that. But who knows? Maybe he can survive and out and tackle in a pinch if you need him. I like the versatility. I think it's massive for someone who can play up and down, considering the injuries that the uh, the Cowboys have dealt with on the off the line too. So I I don't hate it. Big time. I'm on the clock here. Pick 28 with the Buffalo Bills. I got them taking Darnell Wright. Bijan was absolutely screaming at me here for Buffalo, but I think James Cook, Josh Allen, and if you use mid to a day three pick on a running back is good enough for their run game. They're like interior seemed like more of a need. But Darnell Wright is an immediate upgrade at right tackle, and this team needs to improve their offensive line big time. Yeah, I think offensive line, they, they just need to get tougher in the trenches. I think that's a big 
reason why they struggled towards uh, the end, especially running the ball. Um, and if you took Bijan, Chris would have had a fucking heart attack. He's, he's <laughs> so hardly against running backs in the first round. When uh, McShay's mock dropped, he almost cried when they had Jameer Gibbs going to them. So Sam Buffalo's a good side. He'll, he'll he'll look more favorably on my darn all right pick. Yeah, yeah, he liked it. He liked it. I let, I let him know. Oh, damn. You're giving him the sneak peek. That's fucked. Yeah. All right. You're back on the clock here. Pick 29, Cincinnati Bengals. Who you like here? This one, I, this was one of my favorite picks, I think, of the of the uh, mock. I went Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, I think Tyler Boyd will probably be a cap casualty this year. Uh, just keep a strength to strength. Let he'll slide right into that uh that slot wide receiver role in this offense, and this it'll will not miss a beat. They're gonna be young, controllable until uh, Higgins. I think he's gonna get extended, obviously, either this offseason or after the next season. But it's just a probably the youngest and most dynamic wide receiver core in the NFL. So just keep a strength of strength. Right. I like that one a lot. O- obviously, offensive line is a need still, but just the way this board fell, uh, Darnell Wright just went two picks pr- or the pick prior rather. So I-, I think don't don't overthink this one. Just go best player. Nice. Dean's on the clock here. Pick 30 for the New Orleans Saints. Clap it up for the Saints. They have a first round pick. Um. Dean's got them taking Keon White. This is really interesting for me because, as you know, I'm a massive Keon White fan. But the Saints have had such brutal drafting. These guys who maybe shouldn't go in the first round in the last couple of years with Marcus Davenport and, and Peyton Turner. What do you think about this pick? I like. I personally like this. Have He's a guy who needs to learn, too. And he's kind of obviously not the same body type, but sort of on a smaller version of Cam Jordan. So I kind of like him learning from Cam Jordan. What do you think about this? Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of this. Um, there's one guy in particular who's still on the board who's played his college ball right right down the block that I think would have been a lot better of a pick. But, I mean, some people – I mean, a lot of people are like Keon White. I mean, it's hard not to like him with that size and athletic, athletic profile. But, I don't know, I, I think there's some stiffness to his game and – I'm not entirely sold on him as a prospect, let alone a first-round prospect. Right. All right. I'm on the clock here at pick 31 with the Philadelphia Eagles, their second pick. Um, They took Christian Gonzalez with their first pick. I got them taking Bijan Robinson here. This is where Bijan finally comes off the board. Miles Sanders and Boston Scott are both free agents next year. And this is just fun to imagine what Bijan could be in this offense. Such a chess piece. Um, I just think he would explode in this offense running next to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, what more can you say? I think Bijan Yeah, Robinson it's hard not just, to like this pick. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just a pie-in-the-sky sort of pick. They have everything else. Um, that offense is an absolute problem. Big time. Round us out here, Ray. You're on the clock with the Kansas City Chiefs, our Super Bowl champs. Yeah, and um, I alluded to this player earlier, but I'm going B.J. Ojolari here. Uh, I'm just the more I watch of him, the more I like him. I was watching um, uh, Broderick Jones the other day against LSU, and B.J. Ojolari just keeps flashing. I think he's going to be a hell of a pro. Uh, I think get him getting him in the first round and having that fifth year option for a younger player is big, and I think it's just someone who can play under Frank Clark whose contract is coming up. He's getting a little older and it gives them more of that speed finesse edge rusher to counteract that uh, power motor that George Karloff, Karloff this provides. Nice. I like that. 
So let's recap the draft. Chicago, first overall, they had Jalen Carter. Houston at two took C.J. Stroud. Three was Arizona Cardinals. They took Will Anderson. Four was the Indianapolis Colts. They took Bryce Young. Seattle took Tyree Wilson at pick five. Six was Detroit Lions with their first pick. They took corner Devon Witherspoon. Seven was Las Vegas. They took Will Levis. Eight was Atlanta. They took Miles Murphy. Nine, Carolina Panthers. They took Anthony Richardson. Philly, for one of their two picks, they took Christian Gonzalez. At pick 11, the Tennessee Titans took Parrish Johnson. At 12, the Houston Texans took Peter Skaronsky. 13, the New York Jets took Broderick Jones. 14, the New England Patriots took wide receiver Jordan Addison, first one off the board. At 15, Green Bay took Quentin Johnson. Love that one still. Um, 16 was Washington. They took Joey Porter Jr. 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers have uh, Brian Bercy. 18, Detroit with their second pick. They took Kalaja Kansi. 19 was Tampa Bay. They took Osaurus Tyrants. Um, 20 is Seattle. They took Drew Sanders. Pick 21 slash 22 for the L.A. Chargers. They took Zay Flowers. 23 is Baltimore. They took Jalen Hyatt. 24, the Minnesota Vikings took Nolan Smith. 25 was Jacksonville. They took Michael Mayer. 26, the Giants took Brian Branch. Dallas at 27 took Cody Mock. 28, the Buffalo Bills took Darnell Wright. 29, the Cincinnati Bengals took Jackson Smith and Jigba. 30, the New Orleans Saints took Keon White. Philly took Bijan Robinson at 31. And then at 32, the Kansas City Chiefs took BJ Ojolari. Some picks that stand out to you. Like them, hate them. So I'll give one from each of you guys, one from each of you two that I like and one that I don't like from each of you two. Okay. So uh, one of Dean's that I like so he doesn't get all butt hurt that I shit on all of his picks. Uh, I like Miles Murphy a lot to Atlanta. Uh, keep the Georgia, uh, keep, uh, keep the kid down south. They need some edge help, obviously. Um, and I think he has a, lot, a ton of upside. I think he's worthy of a top ten pick. Uh, the one pick, I mean, one of the picks from Dean that I didn't like. Uh, it's tough to choose which one. I'm gonna say <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna go Drew Sanders just because uh, I don't know how he fits in Seattle and the Legion of Boom comment just still irks me to this uh, day. And then one of the picks that from you that I like, I'm gonna go with. Um, Jalen Hyatt. Oh, no, not Jalen Hyatt. Zay, uh, Zay, Flowers. Zay Flowers are the Chargers. Uh, I think that gives him a nice dynamic younger uh, weapon for Jalen uh, for Justin Herbert. And then Quentin Johnson to Green Bay. I wasn't the biggest fan of. Fair enough. Uh, some picks I like. Some picks I didn't like. I didn't love Brian Brissy to the Steelers. I think that's not where they need to go. I think they need to address the offensive line. Um, for you, Jalen High, it wasn't my favorite pick. I see the thought process, but I don't think they can take receiver. Um, for both of you guys, I love that Jackson Smith and Jigba for you pick for you. That's such a great fit. Just compliments Chase and and T Higgins really really nicely. And for Dean Paris Johnson, that pick is just. Locked in, rock solid. Get your offensive tackle in there for a team that kind of in no man's land, they might be starting to rebuild. So like that one for Tennessee. All right, my friend. Anything else said? That was a good mock. No, it was a good mock. We uh, we crushed it, kept it concise too. Wonder why. Yeah, you can say that. 
All right. That'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our mock draft 2.0. Stick with us. We got some more rebuilds. We got player rankings coming up next week. So stay with us. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two. And stick with us as we continue this 2023 draft season. Ray, appreciate you, my friend. Always, bro.